2: Hi, everybody, and a warm welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm Mark Nicholas from the Palakali International Cricket Stadium. Well, it's advantage Sri Lanka, in my view, after two days of the second test match here in Palakali. Having resumed on 26 for one this morning, they got off to a good start with Dimuth Karunaratna passing 50. But he was run out True billions from Ben Stokes.
3: The pushes on the offside and runs through quickly, could be trouble, I think he's in trouble. I am sure Kanorakta must be in some
4: sort of trouble. He makes uh, things out right. and he's gone.
2: Now then, Sri Lanka slipped to 165 for six after the dismissal of Angelo Matthews. They took the first innings lead thanks to a superb 50 from Roshan Silva. Nice a straight approach and oh, down comes Roche and Silva and climbs into that delivery hits it every bit as far as Sam Curran in a few yesterday. What a lovely cricket shot. Sri Lanka finally dismissed then for 336 with Roshan Silva, the last man out. He made 85 and many would argue that he deserved 100 for the way that he played today. England finishing 0 for 0 and
3: 46 behind. Down the wicket, hit straight to mid-on, taken by Marian Ali. Roshan Silva's Wonderful innings comes to an end on 85 and Sri Lanka have been pulled out.
2: Yeah, we've just seen uh, the man, actually, Roshan Silva walk across the ground. We'd hoped to have a word with him, but I think he's going to television first. All the covers are being brought on here. So many. Uh, we say, oh, we've got to get out of the way, guys. Quick, quick, quick. Look at the size of this blue plastic sheet here. They do such a great job covering this ground and using pretty old-fashioned methods to do it. Um, how we've got to find a spot here, Goffy, that is not in everybody's way. <laughs> hang out here, I think this sounds about right. Um, right, well, OK, 290 by England, 336 by Sri Lanka. Uh, as I've just said, I think the advantage is uh, with Sri Lanka. I mean, I think 46 runs is, a, is handy to start tomorrow's play.
4: Well, what I would say about it, I think it's a good cricket wicket. If you bat well on it and dig in, you get runs. It's been proven. There's been 100 runs scored every single session. You don't do that on a snake pit. You don't do that if it's seaming around and it's turning square. And if you bowl well on it and you create pressure, you'll take wickets. And that's what's happened through the game. Pereira bowled well for Sri Lanka. And for for, for England, I thought Jack Leach bowled OK. He bowled accurately. He turned the ball when it had to be done. And Rashid bowled it and missed today, and he picked up three for 75. So he's probably slightly expensive, but he picked up
2: the wickets. Right. But I reckon that's a spot-on summary. Anything to add to that, Matt?
5: No, I think it's, I think it's pretty good. I think the only thing I would say about, about the wicket is a good cricket wicket. It's not a snake pit, there's no doubt about that. I think England will, if they're going to be really honest, sat there in that dressing room, I think their spinners could have bowled slightly better today.
2: And what do you mean by slightly better? In a more threatening fashion or more accurately over long periods?
5: I think they almost looked. They almost they almost bowled poorly for all the right reasons, if that makes sense. In the fact that they were almost so eager to bowl Sri Lanka out cheaply that they chased the game slightly, and not through their their field settings, but just through how they were bowling. Jack Leach, I thought he bowled. I mean, he bowled with with control, but he bowled quite flat early on, rather than using a bit a bit more flight. I think they could have used the fields. They they spread the fields too early for me i think they could have kept a few with with the wicket turning you want batsmen to play big shots if it was a flat wicket and not doing anything absolutely fine i understand it post the sweepers out so the ball goes for one and it's not just a free hit for a boundary i get that but with the ball spinning as it was away from the right-handed batsman as well i would have liked to have seen mid-on mid-off kept up for longer allowed that or made the batsman play a big shot and take a risk before you then just just post them out um, and I think that if you ever look leech bold with control but Moen Ali and uh, Adil Rashid went for over three and a, just under three and a half and over which out here on these in these conditions I think is is pretty expensive
2: mm, okay what did you make of the pitch I saw you nip past and have a look just now I think he looks slightly
4: drier than it did uh, last night, but he
2: still looks, looks a good lovely, pitch. Doesn't doesn't if like and say,
4: if, if, you, if you've got a game plan, you go out there, look at the guys who have been successful on this pitch. Josh Butler, successful. Sam Curran, successful. Both of them got in. We know Josh Butler had that plan to it, sweep shots. We've seen now Sri Lanka. We saw Ro-ash- Roshan Silva. He really took his time getting and getting used to the pace and bounce of the pitch and the spin. Daniel Silva and Karuna Ratna, uh, who all played the sweep shot. Reverse sweep and sweep. They've found a way to play and I would expect England tomorrow when they bat, there'll be a lot more of them looking to sweep.
2: Okay, Uh, your view of the Sri Lankan batting guys, because I think it's pretty obvious they got stuck in more than they did in in the last test where they were pretty feeble, I think I mentioned that earlier, but I also thought that they showed skill in in a different way to England. Hundred percent.
5: And I think at the right at the top of the show, at the beginning of the day, we spoke about the Sri Lankan batsmen's attitudes towards today and how much was on the line. I think if they lost the day realistically they would have lost the Test series. Uh, I think that that was that was a reality that they were facing, and to see how they managed that pressure and handled that pressure, and they've come through. I think with flying colours. Um, I think the difference between this or the difference between today and Gaul was Gaul. There were so many weak dismissals. They sort of rolled over. Whereas even if England got on a bit of a roll today, they soaked up the pressure. They built another partnership, and someone dug in and got them back out. So, and and whether it was Russian. Uh, how he played, I think the standout feature of his batting this, this afternoon was that he trusted his defence. He trusted the fact that he was just going to play to his method. He wasn't going to sweep, reverse sweep, hit over the top, attack the bowlers. He was just going to trust his defence, get in, a lot like Sam Curran did, did yesterday, as he said, Goffey. And, and then later on, when the bowlers were tired, the ball was older, he managed to cash in. Tomorrow will be a test of England's defence, and if they trust their defence enough to bat for time.
2: Tell you what? Can you believe what you're seeing here? It's oh to be young. Joss Butler and Ben Stokes running. And I mean running. Good pace around the perimeter of the outfield here, as if they haven't been through the mill enough, having been in the field all day.
4: It's it's amazing. I mean, Ben Stokes never surprises me. I mean, I have saw him in the one-day series. He was in the gym before games, sometimes after the games. But he just wants to keep himself. I think he's in great shape, Ben Stokes, as a as a, an athlete at this point in time, as good as I've ever seen him. Yeah, I know he's had some time out of the game, but he's really worked on his fitness. And he wants to keep it up. He's determined to be the best over in the world. And he's not had a bad day today, has he? What has he bowled? Would he bowl? one over? That was it. I'd have liked to have seen a bit more of him. He's got some pace. I just don't want to see Ben Stokes. And today I think he would just use to come in and bowl a bouncer from the first ball. He's better than that. He's
2: got more skill than that. Exactly. Oh, well, I, I tell you what, I'd like to just talk about that with you. I thought it was wrong, unfair for sure, but wrong, to ask him to come into the attack, to go straight into the short-pitch bowling. He set the field immediately, didn't he, Joe, for the short-pitch ball. And I think, that, I don't care how good you are, how loose you might be in the heat, I think you have to bowl two or three overs normal, getting it up there, getting your body loosened off before you can go into the full-out assault.
4: I absolutely agree with you, and I couldn't believe it. he just took done a brilliant run out, and they brought him on and thought, right, he's top of his game. He's our all-rounder. He's our guy we turn to in big situations. Come on and bowl. But I thought he was just going to use his pace. I expected to the new batsman that would come in to bowl the short ball. But he was doing it to a guy who was in and set. And it, and it just didn't work out. It took him off. And then, obviously, you go back to the reliable uh, Jimmy Anderson. But then he got the
2: brilliant catch the next over. <laughs> well,
4: there you go. That's what I mean. He changes games. Sam Curran does it. Ben Stokes does it. You always turn to them guys as a captain because you know they can do it.
2: Do you feel that, given the carry through to the keeper, England could have made more of their seam attack today, that Joe was a bit slow to, to get Jimmy involved?
4: Yeah, I think they definitely under-balled Jimmy Anderson. The under Sam Curran apparently is carrying a slight niggle to his side after batting. And Ben Stokes, as I said, we use one over. And if you watch the seamers today, the ball's carried nicely, hasn't it? It's not like it's gone through to the keeper's ankles. It's been carrying where Steymar.
5: Yeah, exactly. And I, I think we've been... Um, you know, very complimentary on Joe Root's captaincy and, and the T England team as, as a whole. I think today there were times they didn't quite get it right. We've already mentioned about the certain fields for spinners but also being quick enough to change and adapt. I think the decision and a, and a good example of that was that Ben Stokes over. I think the decision has been made, right, we're going to change it up, we're going to change something, let's see if we can make something happen. However, they they just got the wicket. So what I would want to see is, hold on, actually Stokesy, hold on, you're not our main man right now. We want to bowl to the, the, the new batsman. Let's get the spinner. The spinner is going to be our most effective bowler on this wicket. New batsman in, hold everything, guys, change of plan. We're now getting the spinner back on. And I think you have to be able to adapt that quickly, not to sort of have a set plan and then stick with it through thick and thin.
2: Stokes and Butler on lap two as we become closed in by plastic sheeting here. So we'll, let's move across this green one. We've just seen a representative of the England camp come out of the dressing room, Um, so we should get a chat with him soon. I think that's Jack Leach. I think it is. It is Jack Leach. Uh, Yeah, so it'll be interesting to talk to to Jack. Um, And uh, this covering here is... They're waiting for the pitch itself to be... I think the ground staff are filling the footholds, aren't they? That's why that's all taking a bit of time. Um, On balance, um, I think England needed to be properly tested... Um, and they have been t- today by a side that might not have the class or style of the Sri Lankan teams of say the last 10 or 15 years, but they certainly certainly showed a bit more of that, I mentioned it to Michael Atherton, that feisty spirit that is typical of, of, uh, of Sri Lankan cricket, you've seen it, you've played against it a lot and they're damn difficult guys to play against. They are,
4: though, one of the most difficult teams I've played against. They have a little fight. They're not big guys, are they? But I'll tell you what, they come out there like Rottweilers uh, when you play against them, and I, I used to enjoy playing against them. Uh, they have that aggression. They've got some... I always find a fantastic cricketer. I think at this moment in time, they're searching for him, aren't they? They're searching for that next big player in Sri Lankan cricket. They've had Malinga, Sangakada, Jay Wardner, Jay Saria, Dilshan. We can go through so many of them. But they're still searching for that greatness again in their team. You look through it and you look at them, I and it's Angelo Matthews. He's their great player at the well. They're good player at the minute. He's not great. He's good.
2: You and I are very strict on great, aren't we? Yeah, we we've had, this had this a lot of <laughs> conversation the other day. We think great's so badly overused, um, and we went through a list and we didn't find so many great, truly great players. We found a lot of very good ones. Probably ten in each discipline, and maybe not that many even as wicket keepers. Great, it's, it's, it's a big call, great. Um, Certainly Sri Lanka have had a lot of cricketers who have given you a fight. I mean, that's the first thing we can say about them, I think. And they've made such an impression on everybody else in the world, too, when they've travelled, because they're always at you. They don't make life easy for you. Um, So a proper challenge for England today, and and no harm for Joe's team to be tested further. No, brilliant to see, see Sri Lanka fight the way they
5: have, to see England you know, threatened the way they were and, and challenged the way they were. And I think, if again, if we're being honest, I think they were found wanting at times when, when that challenge, because the Sri Lankans weren't just rolling over and they did play with sound defensive technique, England had to get, you know, sort of use some imagination um, and they had to try and get them out in different ways. And I think there were times they, they got a bit flat. Um, so it, it's good to see... Um, and, and again, it's set up a fantastic test match. Gore was a fantastic test match, and, and tomorrow is going to be
0: another excellent day of test cricket.
1: England against Scotland, and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine, and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today, to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan.
5: I'm
2: just waiting for Jack Leach now. We're edging across. Yeah, I've lost the two guys now. I was sort of edging across. across, and, and now Stokes and Butler come past us on lap three, running very easily, as if they're in the middle of the 10,000 metres. And Mo Farah is just sneaking in behind them, ready for the final onslaught. But uh, they're both... Fantastically well built guys and enormously fit and gifted cricketers. They're part of this New England team that I think is going to give a lot of pleasure to people going forward. I I think that in many ways they bring the very best of cricket to the people who love the game and their performances on the field. I heard a lovely story today that um, Joe Root and the England team had a photograph with the 80 supporters who'd been moved from the Earls Regency Hotel in Candy to a hotel way away. Nearly two hours' drive, or I think it probably is two hours' drive in Dambulla, and they had a photo with them on the outfield. And then Joe had personally written to each of them to thank them for being here and for their support.
4: Yeah, it's a good touch actually. And that tour group, I'm uh, with them tonight actually. I'm, ah. I'm doing
2: something for them. And, and unfortunately, I'm not them, going to Dambulla. I hope.
4: No, 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 it's not Dambulla now. Originally, they've been moved to Dambulla uh, to an hotel there, and it's about a two-hour in peak time. It was going to be about two and a half hours to get here on the morning for them to watch the test. They watched the cricket and two and a half hours back. But I'm going straight from here to do a little bit of a talk uh, with them in a hotel about 25 minutes away, 30 minutes away, and then they go back the two and a half oh, no, hour then drive they back get home. They,
2: do they? Yep. So they're hanging on local just f- for de-goff?
4: Well, it's just a bit of a nice touch, isn't it? So uh, originally, it was all set on to do at the uh, the local hotel where Team England are, and
2: here we are. We got we we got got Jack Leach. This is the first time I've ever met Jack Leach. How about that? I can shake his hand now. Meeting, reading his (laughs) figures and counting. How about that? That's never happened to me in 25 years in this business that I've interviewed someone before without having met them previously. So great to see you.
6: Thank you. Um, Yeah, uh, probably a little bit. Disappointed with the day. I guess we've talked about it up there, and um, I think it was tough through the day. And um, you know, they've got a little bit of a lead, but we're looking forward to obviously bowling last on it. And if we can get if we can bat well tomorrow, then we feel we can put them under some pressure.
2: And are you disappointed in the result of the day or in the way you went about the day? Um, I think there's always things that you feel like you could have
6: done slightly differently. I think um, we talk about patience a lot on these kind of wickets, and um, maybe. Individually, I would say that I, like at times I could have been a little bit more patient putting a few more balls in the right areas um, so um little things like that, but um you know we at one point we felt like we could maybe get a little bit of a lead ourselves, so um, maybe that was a disappointing thing uh, towards the end, we had to fight hard and we did, and uh, we managed to bowl them out, and then I opened the batting.
2: Oh, that's my that's my next question. Did you ever
6: think you'd open the batting for England in a test match? I was walking off and Bernsey said to me, I've been waiting ages to open the batting for England and you've just done it straight away. Um so yeah, I'm gonna be on to Trez tonight to say I'm the 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 last left hander for Somerset to open for England.
2: Pretty impressive, isn't it? And you're unbeaten overnight, you see.
6: Oh, I know, I know. So um yeah. Um I got back Stay calm tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh uh, I won't sleep tonight and I'll uh, be practicing all my shots in the mirror.
2: Now tell me, a test match and a half into your subcontinental career as an England spin bowler, how's body and mind?
6: Um, Body, um, good. like A little bit tired, obviously, after today, but um, I'll be good for second innings. Um, And mind, I'm loving the challenge. I think um, it's uh, a new one for me and it's been amazing. I, I think... There's things that you always think you can do slightly differently, and um, I'm definitely learning a lot, um, but I just want to help England try and win test matches as well.
2: It must be good for you to have had the vast experience at Somerset on turning pitches.
6: Definitely, yeah. I think that does make it feel a little bit more like home. I guess I feel like I've experienced this kind of situations before, these tight games where um, you know there's ebbs and flows and uh, stuff like that. So I think um, that hopefully will um, stand me in good stead for the rest of this game. Goffy.
4: I think what we found about this pitch as well is, but it's actually better than it. It's dried out, obviously, but it's better than how we we all thought it would play. I mean, if yeah. you if you dig in when you get, first get into the crease and then play the right shots, so you can score runs. Yeah. If you bowl well, like you did in spells today, yeah. you get the wickets.
6: That's it. I think um, last night when I bowled that spell, I felt like, oh, this could happen really quickly. And actually, when the ball's hard, I think. Things happen quicker. Either it skids on quick or spins quickly. So, um, and then as the ball got older, actually, it, maybe it spun. So it still spun, but maybe consistently. And actually, the it slowed down. It felt so. Then you have to be even more accurate and um, patient. And um, yeah, I guess that's where the, for batters it maybe becomes a little bit easier. And actually, you can play off the back foot a bit more and um, and react a little bit better to the ball. I guess.
2: Last question for you. Um, is the moustache day?
6: November, uh, yeah. Lovely. We're raising money for um, good charities, and um, there's a page on my uh, Twitter and Facebook, uh, Twitter and Instagram.
2: <laughs> now that you've asked the smart-ass question, Nicholas, go to it and contribute is the answer, isn't
6: it? Yeah, 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 definitely. All, all welcome. All
2: right. Great to touch you. Thanks for coming to give us your time. Well done. I don't agree. I thought you were tidy today, in fairness to you. So well done and good luck in the morning. Think big.
6: OK? Yeah, I will do. Definitely. Structurist <laughs> <Sweet. laughs> Gothic Records broken. Sweet, sweet, <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for your time, Jack. Cheers.
2: Very good. Um, what a thoughtful interview. I mean, it, it clearly um, he, he, he's an analyzer, isn't he? You can see he's a bit of a worrier. Anyway, we don't have much time left. We're trying to wrap up the show. In summary, England just marginally behind the eight ball.
4: Yeah, I think they are, but it's uh, been two uh, great days, cricket, as Matt said uh, earlier, it's still a good pitch, it's still a very good pitch, and if England can back well tomorrow, they're definitely in the box seat, the ball's going to turn, it's, it's going to turn even more, but as he's just said, when the ball's hard, it's nice to ball with, but if you can get in and get past that hardness of the ball, it becomes easier to score, if you play sensible cricket.
2: Thank you, uh, thanks to Matt prior, thanks to Darren Goff, thanks to all of our team here, both in the combats uh, in and on the production side of things. We hope you've enjoyed today's coverage from Palakali. The news is Sri Lanka have fought back, England marginally behind the game. A fascinating third day awaits from all of us here. It's goodbye.
3: There's no jump, there's no fizz in this pitch. And uh, De Silva pushes on the offside and runs through quickly. could be trouble. I think he's in trouble. I am sure Kanorakta must be in some sort of trouble. He makes uh, things out and he's gone. Oh, Which is brilliant. for the big screen. He gets a great he bounce.
1: And that uh, travels the distance. Four runs, and reaches 50 from 79 deliveries. He's played well, but he's going to have to play even better. Jack Leach is in and out. Oh, oh, dear grab to the left by Ben Stokes at first slip. He salutes the crowd, lifts his finger up to
3: say it's number one. We know you are, Ben, we're happy. He's uh, oh! again, he's gone past the outside edge, but fire touch. Good catch from the keeper, more importantly, lovely stuff from Adil Rashid, and that gets him into the game. That one is driven over the top of extra cover. That's actually a terrific looking shot from Angelo Matthews. He's not going to be dictated to, he's got far too much experience. Oh yeah, lovely cricket,
2: yeah. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant bowling. This has been super stuff from Ariel Rashid since lunch. It's the important wicket of Angelo Matthews. A nice edge
4: and well kept from the wicket keeper, Ben
3: Fox. Big appeal, oh, it goes the finger. Joe Roode's got a wicket. He's got Miroslav Deguela. Pitching leg, straightening, perfect off-spinner's wicket.
5: And Joe Root comes on, gets his man rewarded for his own decision
3: to bowl himself. Just, I was wanted to touch on the talk sport accommodation. I've noticed a bit of gentlemen and players within your group here in Candy. Here is uh, Jack Leach and that's a beautiful check drive from uh, Roisin Silva. Waits for the ball to come onto the bat. It was slightly slower from Leach. And Silva has pushed it delightfully through extra cover for a single to bring up his 50. Anderson symbols again, there's a drive and a drop catch. A
2: very difficult chance. Mo'nali again, nice oh, straight approach, and oh, down comes Roche and Silva and climbs into that delivery. Hits it every bit as far as Sam Curran hit a few yesterday. What a lovely cricket shot. Round the wicket now,
1: ah! struck on the pad, he's a killer down a jar. and Mireya Rasmuth decides now well, that is out. And he's
4: gone straight off, he's not reviewing it. They have got a review left Sri Lanka, but he said, nah, I'm out, I missed a straight one.
3: Down the wicket, hit straight to mid on, taken by Marian Ali. Russian Silvers, wonderful innings comes to an end on 85, and Sri Lanka have been bowled out, finally, for 336. And against all odds, they have taken a lead of 46. Gareth Batty, you said you'd never heard of uh, the, um, the opening watchman. And I do believe that uh, England are going to use one. Jack Leach is the man. Oh, that one keeps low. Goodness, given that there was only one over, it really does make sense. Um, especially now that he's survived. I mean, it'd be a whole different thing for Jack Leach walk- walking out, opening the banning for England on day three, moving day.
2: This has been the Following On podcast from TalkSport. To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe, either on Apple Podcasts or on your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow.
1: The Following On podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final... You can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today.